The We Are Donation podcast reports and opinions are not those of UGA. This is not an official podcast of the University of Georgia. At least, not yet. Man, it's Christmas time. I'm getting out here, get some shopping done, run some errands, get out of this house, enjoy this, all this beautiful Christmas time weather. And what the world is the. What is this? It's a huge box under my Christmas tree. Well, actually, by my Christmas tree. This is blocked that whole time. This is a huge box. What is this? Who, who brought this here? I didn't even get inside the house. Merry Christmas, Dog Nation. Go ahead and open early. Oh, okay. Let's see here. A lot of wrapping paper. Okay, get this box open here. All right, all right, all right. Let's reach in here first. What we got first? Oh, oh look at this. It's a five star. The number one recruit in the country, Nolan Smith. Oh, man, this is awesome. This is the second year in a row that Georgia has pulled in the number one recruit in the country. Oh, another five star. What is this? What is this? N'Kobe Dean, number one inside linebacker. Oh, man, that is awesome. That is awesome. Okay, oh, whoa, another five-star. I oh, keep keep pouring in. Which one is this one? Oh, man, Travon Walker, oh, defensive lineman. Oh, awesome. This got to be awesome. An- another five-star? Man, this box is loaded. All right, let's see. Who we got here? A dominant Blaylock wide receiver. Outstanding. Excuse me, another oh, and, uh, another five star. What this this one at home? This says Oxford, Alabama. Oh, what Clay Webb? Oh my goodness, we, we got Clay Webb to leave the state of Alabama, coming to Georgia. <laughs> what a smart man! This is amazing. All right, now this is a four star. This is the number one JUCO player in America, Jermaine Johnson. Oh. This is going to come in handy on the field this year. I love it. I love it. What an awesome gift. Oh, the number one player in Rhode Island. Rhode Island has football. You know Rhode Island had a football, but this is this is a big package. What is this? A six, seven and a half, 350 pounds of Vega Trust. Whoa, Kirby is going all over the map to get him. He will find them. No matter where they at, this is amazing. What is this? Okay, what is this? This says, sorry for your previous woes on your quarterback situation. I hope this helps some. Okay. All right, let's see here. Oh, 6'6", Dewan Mathis, dual-threat quarterback, 4640. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, what is special, special note? Coming here to learn from Jake Fromm, don't want to be divisive, willing to wait my turn and be the best and win championships. I'm all about the team. Man, that's awesome. I love it. I 
Love it. This is awesome, 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 awesome. This is the We Are Dog Nation podcast. I'm your host, Nation. And, of course, that is short for Dog Nation. Merry Christmas to you and a Happy New Year to my family, to yours, and all that good stuff. It is Christmas time for the Bulldog Nation, and we had a wonderful day on yesterday with the recruits coming in, landing the number two class in the country, and picking up the most five stars from any other school in the country. Only there's three other schools that came close. They had three, but we got five, and it might turn to six. I'll explain it a little later on. But what a great day. What a great day to be a Bulldog. I'm just so, so very excited. One of the guys I'm, I mean, you know, fully expecting to become a five-star is Tariq Stevenson. Now, he will announce on January 5th. And after, you know, the All-Star Game practices, he'll announce that. But I'm really expecting him, doing, doing the All-Star Game practices, he might get a bump because he's really close to being a five-star recruit. And I remember a couple few years ago when Jake Fromm was uh, coming out and he went to the All-Star game, he was a four-star going in. He was real close to the five-star, but then by the time they, they reevaluated him at the All-Star practices, he got bumped up to a five-star recruit. So I'm really kind of expecting the same thing with Tariq Stevenson. But if not, uh, I mean, just have another extra five-star, nothing more than bragging rights. But, you know, but he's still gonna be a baller. He's, I think he'll be a great player for for us in a very long time once in, into his future. Well, it's kind of funny how man that you know this whole thing was signing day. It's so it's so perfect. They changed it. You know, of course, you still you still have a normal signing day, which is the first Wednesday in February. But it's early signing day in December has really turned into Christmas time uh, for us dog fans and college football fans across this country to see who's coming to your schools, who's committing, who's signing on early and getting out the way. I mean, it's Christmas time for us, but unless you're a Florida fan or a Miami fan or a Georgia Tech fan, it's doomsday, because I think Georgia Tech is like, what, 52 in the country and recruiting, and uh, uh, Miami like 34. Uh, something like that. It's ridiculous. So, um, and I think uh, Florida is loaded down with three-star uh, recruits, so ha-ha. Dogs on top. But anyway, it is just a great time and a great transition. I'm so glad they decided to do early on day period and bring it to December in the midst of the holidays. It's just, uh, to me, it's perfect. It's perfect. And I know it's funny how I never thought at this age, I'm 39 now, and I never thought at this age where I would be sitting up here getting excited and all, and like, come on, who's going to, who's going to pick? And, you know, you talk of the dog fans, like, you know, Man, like, like, like on Monday, I'm like, man, I can't wait to Wednesday to get here. I can't wait to Wednesday to get here. You know, it's like I'm waiting like a kid on Christmas. And you got the live streams on Facebook or Twitter or Periscope or whatever. And it's like, okay, are you going to pick us? Where's the, where's the hat set? Or what are you going to do? And what, what are you going to do? And are you going to grab the right hat? Are you going to go grab the wrong hat? And, and it's just, I'm, you're holding your breath. You're sitting there. And it's just an awesome time to kind of sit back and talk to other dog fans, other college football fans about what's going on. And I love the I love the approach that Kirby Smart is taking um, in recruiting. And one recruit from Tyreek Stevenson, like I said, who I believe will commit on January 5th, they asked him, said, What what do you what is Kirby saying to you? And Kirby Smart is telling them, we want to dominate and we believe you're the type of player that could dominate for us. And I gotta tell you, man, that is a very strong 
and attractive quality or attractive uh, strong attraction to a player to say, you know what, you want me to dominate because you think I'm a dominator? I mean, that that kind of, you, when you're sending that message out to guys who like to dominate and like to be that dog, there's there's no, I mean, there's no wonder why Curry's doing so well on the recruiting trail. It's not that I'm trying to win. Not that I'm just trying to build relationships and take care of you and push you. But he's trying to, you know, which is great. Um, but to, to build that, that dominant mentality and culture at Georgia. I mean, that's why, what, the 2016 season recruiting class when Curry had like a few weeks, he landed number six class in the country. The next following year, number three class in the country. Last year was 18. Last year, the 18 class, number one class in the country, and this year, number two class in the country. That's only because we can't sign as many recruits as Alabama can. That's the only reason why we don't have the number one class in the country, because Alabama and Georgia could sign the exact same amount, we would have number one class in the country. So that's to see what Curry Smart has done in a very short amount of time and having us extremely relevant, having us to the point where we are challenging for the playoffs every year. And I, and I found out a very interesting fact. This is got the Sugar Bowl coming up on January 1st. This is the very first time since 1982 where we had what you call the Big Six Bowls, the New Year Day Bowls, you know, your Sugar Bowls, your Rose Bowls, your Orange Bowls, stuff like that. This is the very first time we're having, we're going to, we're going to back-to-back major bowls for the first time since 1982. And we are never recruited on this level. And it's just a great time to be a Georgia Bulldog. What a great time to celebrate in, um, an early Christmas present. So coming up next, I'm going to kind of get into um, some of the players I, I expect to stand out, hit the field early, and you just never know. And talk a little more about these recruits here and have a good time. Like I said, miss you guys. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. Coming back with part two of the special edition of the Early Signing Day Period podcast. And welcome back to the We Are Donation Podcast, which is Christmas came early, college football signing day edition. Oh man, try to get to some of the players here. Um, I'm really excited about. Matter I'm, I'm excited about all of them. Um, I think it's a really great class. I expect great things out of you guys. But a couple of them right off the bat, I really believe will have an impact. One guy in particular is DJ Daniel. He's a junior college cornerback, runs a four four forty, about five eleven, six feet tall. Um, long arms. He's he's a guy I'm really looking to replace DeAndre Baker once DeAndre Baker got to NFL uh, coming up here in the springtime. I think he'd be a great addition. I'm really impressed with uh, well, Kirby is just phenomenal recruiter. But to go into Tennessee and Jeremy Pruitt backyard and say, you know, we're gonna take some of your your best three D your best three defensive defensive linemen and take them out and bring them to Georgia. And that's what he did. Uh, one guy in particular named Big Bill Norton, 6'6", like 290. I got a good feeling about Bill Norton. He got a nasty streak. I mean, he got a real nasty streak in him. And I just, I don't know, man. I just got a feeling about this guy. He's going to be All-American. I really do. I hope I'm right. I just I just see it. So, hey, 
I'm saying it now on my podcast, so when it comes true, I can, I can look back and go, I said it then. Told you guys. I told you. Uh, Zion Logue, who put on like 50 pounds this last year, got bumped up from a three-star to a four-star, but he was really underrated. I mean, shouts out to that recruiting staff to notice somebody with great talent and jump on them right away. Um, great young man. Of course, he committed and they were very solid the whole entire time. Like, look, I'm not going anywhere else. My recruitment shut down. I'm all a dog. So I think he'll have a great career as well. Another kid, like 6'6. Six, six. These, these guys are monsters. Um, Tommy Mitchell, like 6'4, 300 pounds. These guys are monsters on the defensive line. And look, in, a, in the SEC, to win, you have to win a lot of scrimmage. And we got some big, you know, we got some big boys on the offensive line. We got some big boys on the defensive line. And we ain't going nowhere for a long time. We've been right there in everybody's face for a long time. Right there in the playoff hunt for a long time. And Kirby just turned 43. Matter of fact, Kirby Smart will be 43. Today is Thursday. Kirby Smart will be turning 43 on Sunday. His birthday is Sunday. He's just turning 43. Oh, you talking about 20 more years of this? I mean, think about Nick Saban. It's 66. Well, 67. Kirby's just 43 on Sunday. 24 years of this, 25 more years of this. Woo! 25 more years of top five recruiting classes. That sounds really good, and that sounds like dynasty. All right? Uh, of course, Nicobe Dean, number one sound linebacker. All the inside linebackers coming now, they all going to be kind of repaired to Roquan Smith. You know, he's the greatest inside linebacker we ever had, great linebacker period we ever had, in my opinion. Um, but the Kobe Dean have a chance, an opportunity to be just as special. I really do. I really expect great things this young man. Maybe not year one, so to speak. He's going to dominate, but with the addition of him, with Channing Tindall and Quay Walker, not inside linebackers, man. It's going to be something nasty for years to come. Then Lewis Sign. Lewis Sign out of Texas, hard-hitting safety. Expect great things out of him. Coached by uh, Deion Sanders down there in Texas. Um, he may, I don't think I'm expecting him to start this year, but get some playing time, get some great some special teams. I really look, looking forward to his career. I think he's another great still. He's another one who have a great uh, stellar career. Ryan Trouble Davis, Nasty Street. He's one of those you have, you have to give him his ear. Like, look here, don't hit after the penalty. We can't afford those uh, no necessary uh, rough calls and 15 yard penalties for personal fouls. We can't we can't afford those, Ryan. But he he's he's gonna be a baller. He's recovering right now from ACL surgery. But I cannot wait to see this young man on the field. But with all the recruiting going on. There is a new <laughs> there's a new wave going on recruiting and it got to stop. It has to stop and leave it to them lousy stinking gators to start this recruiting site, this, this new recruiting thing. If you haven't seen it, well I think you all have, but if you want a good laugh, just pull up pull up Florida Gator recruiting dad. His this dad is standing there with his son. And all-out Florida Gator uniform, posing for football. 
Man, if you're going to go somewhere and sit your Al Bundy, I score fourth touchdown in a high school football game behind down somewhere, I know something, man. Come on. <laughs> Come It's just ridiculous. And then Missouri did the same thing. But at least Miami turned around and brought in the, the younger brother. I'm like, come on. This is going to be a new thing. I'm telling you. I mean, I don't have any sons just yet. But one day my son told me, you know, dad is going to recruit and trip. And let's say, you know, put on the uniform with me. Nah, son, we good. Look, just go in there. Put it on yourself. And take pictures. I'll take pictures with you, but I'll be in regular clothes. I'm not putting on. I'm, I'm not trying to live my day. Talking about, well, this how the man I played at Georgia. I'm good, man. I'm good. Unless he said, the only, only way I'm committing to Georgia, you put this uniform on. Then I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put it on. But really, <laughs> you got the Al Bunny wanna be putting on uniforms. Funny to me, man. That is funny to me. But back to the recruiting here. Little up, little little information for you between the class of 2016 and currently the class right now that just signed. Kirby has brought in 19 five stars. Let me say what that means. It's a guarantee if you're a five star, you're gonna be you know top of your class. I mean, well. Top top of the SEC and winning championships, no. But it does give you one heck of a start. And one thing Kirby does best, outside of recruiting, he really knows how to develop players. And I've seen that. I mean, we've seen that firsthand. And if for those of you don't know, prime example, Renzo Carter, Devin Bellamy. Now I saw them pre-Kirby, then I saw them after Kirby, and those are two different players. He really knows how to develop players and pull the best out of players. So you pulling the best out of five stars and four stars and all the other players coming, oh, boy, that future is so bright. In my opinion, you know, we, I mean, right now, what's going to happen with Georgia going forward is what's been going on. We're going to compete for national championships. We're going to compete for SEC championship, And we will get over that hump where we got, we're going to beat Bama. And we're going to win the national championship. But I do believe what's going to happen, especially when Nick Saban is down west, we're going to go back and forth a little bit. We're going to meet up in the SEC championship every year. And we're going to be threatening every year. And we're going to be dominating every year. And it's only a matter of time before we become the king of college football. Because, again, we're doing all this. We're threatening number one recruiting class every year. We're doing all this. And although we came close, we still have not won the national championship yet since 1980. Good God. Once we win it, don't, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, be, you know, uh, a homer here and, you know, try to pump it up and be all biased. But we're, we're landing six. And seven, and next year we might land anywhere from eight to ten five stars. We're looking, and we haven't won it all yet. What do you think gonna happen on a regular basis once we do? That's a scary, a scary thought. So, if you're getting hated on as a Georgia fan, if it bothers you, I, w- I hope, which it probably doesn't, but, if it, but get used to it because, and it's gonna get the hate is gonna get turned on more and more and more because. 
Georgia, as I said before, I'm going to say it again. I'm so glad it's recorded. We're about to enter an era of Georgia football that has never been seen before at UGA. Actually, this is the building stages of the dynasty. The dynasty doesn't start once the fourth quarter ends and we're national champions. The dynasty starts in recruiting. It starts now. So when you tell Georgia's story years from now, what Kirby Smart did at Georgia, we pulled back this very moment back here. I want to touch on um, before I close out today and carry on. I want to touch on the whole Justin Fields thing. Of course, I want every single five-star in the whole entire country to come to Georgia, stay at Georgia. Every time, every four-star to come to Georgia, stay at Georgia. Do what you can. Help win the national championship. Be great. Be dominant. And dominate. I want that. Okay? Unfortunately, that might not always be the case. And some may come and some will go and some will transfer out. And right now, as of right now, he has not officially transferred. He may stay. Kirby trying to talk me into it. I hope he does stay. But I brought this up to say, you know, yeah, I'm a fan, die hard, of course you know, but there's a humanity side to this. And humanity side, the humanity side of this is, look, these are kids. You know, Justin's 19. Uh, like I'm 39. I mean, literally, Justin Fields could be my son. And I just, do, as much as I love Georgia and want everybody to come to Georgia and play for Georgia, I'm not going to bash and tear down a young man's character at 19 years old who decides to transfer out. Of course, I, I wish him the best in life and his career. You know, something he plays us, you know, throw like three picks or whatever if he does lose. But I'm not going to tear him down. This is like a lot of ugly talk about him. And you can just think back for a second when you was 19 and 20 years old. You know, the decision that you made, and I say it's a bad decision, but how you kind of change your mind a lot on things. So let's not, although these kids, although they are adults by um, by the law, these are still kids. And I came to see myself as a grown man sitting up here and just really giving this young man a hard time. If he goes, hey man, let's go. Cool. You stay, it's great. So I just want to kind of encourage all you guys who listen out there, let's let's not do that. You know, I remember my very first time coming to anything as far as game-wise at UGA, uh, 2007, um, it was a spring game. My very first time coming to a Georgia spring game. And Caleb King was on the sideline. And I saw Caleb. I said, oh, wow, okay, he's, he's on the sideline. He's you ready to come to, high, you ready to, come to Georgia. He's signing some autographs and stuff. I saw him go down there, give him a ball sign just in case, you know, he get, makes a bit. Well, he didn't, but he's, still, he's a bulldog. But went down there and said, hey, yeah, man, how you doing? Congratulations on your scholarship and coming to Georgia. I'm glad you're here. Wish you much success. You know, the normal stuff. One guy was like, hey, man, how you doing? How's your grades? You getting in? Don't let us down. I'm counting on you. I mean, come on. Really? And a dude was like 60 years old. I mean, come on, dude. It's a little too, you're a little bit too involved. Okay? Love our dogs. Support our dogs. And whoever's supposed to be here will be here. 
who I'm supposed to go with go. And but at the end of the day, it's go dogs. All right. Before I get out of here, I want to thank you so 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 very much. I had a uh uh I uh a uh, uh, oh I'm sorry tongue tied. I had a podcast high of listeners last time, seventy listeners, almost to a hundred. It's getting there. So I appreciate all you guys coming back, listening. Maybe some of you don't know, spread the word, responding. I really, 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 really appreciate it. Um, I now I told you about Instagram. We are Doll Nation. I told you about Twitter. We are Doll Nation. And I went ahead and created a separate Facebook page. We are Doll Nation Facebook page. So trying to grow this thing. Let's talk about talk about the dogs, have some fun, and have a great time. So have a Merry Christmas. Have a Happy New Year. I'll be back. January 2nd with another podcast after our Bulldogs curb stomp the Longhorns and send our seniors out on a great note talk about upcoming commits and all that good stuff and the official signing sign day on January 5th excuse me on the uh, on, in February and that's it for now until then have a great Bulldog day a great Bulldog week a great Bulldog Christmas And a great bulldog New Year's. You get the idea. All right. I'm out. Take care.